Welcome to the podcast of P1 Ventures. We are industrial entrepreneurs revitalizing American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. Welcome to the P1 Ventures podcast. My name is David DeSalt, and I'm the founder and CEO of an upstate New York technology and manufacturing business. We have three loves in life at P1 Ventures. Leadership, I believe everything lives and dies on leadership. Great leaders, making great decisions, building enterprises that change lives and change communities and create jobs for our area. I also love entrepreneurship. I love starting and building new companies, especially in the industrial realm. I think the industrial environment, manufacturing, uh, industry 4.0, those things are so exciting because we make physical goods, design physical goods. We employ people that are craftsmen in their trades from every different walk of life, and we're able to build and export products to every nation around the world. Last but not least, I love vision. I love entrepreneurs that can cast big and bold visions. Just this past weekend, uh, Elon Musk and SpaceX launched the first American-made space shuttle in more than 40 years. American astronauts went into space on a private company spacecraft, which was multiple decades of, of ingenuity, innovation, investment. Just an incredible feat by an entrepreneur who cast a bold vision to want to colonize Mars someday. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit about my background and what P1 Ventures is and what we're trying to build and what our vision for the future is. You know, as a, as a father of four and someone who's been married for nearly 20 years, you know, I've learned that uh, having a vision and a set of systems and values for building something that's enduring, there's nothing greater than the Institute of Family. Having children, bringing those children up with a certain set of values and understanding about how to approach life, how to work hard, how to get a good education, how to approach life and all the different issues that come along with it. I think that's prepared me phenomenally well to be an entrepreneur and a company builder. P1 Ventures was started as a traditional contract manufacturing company in 2006. When I uh, left GE back in 04, we went to a private equity company. We raised some money, uh, bought a bankrupt firm. Uh, that company ended up being sold. And in 2006, I had the vision to build a manufacturing company in upstate New York that did two things. One, revitalized American manufacturing. Why is that important to me? That's important because I believe a production-based economy lifts the middle class creates GDP growth and wealth across our nation. Not to mention 70% of R&D spending is related back to manufacturing. And number two, it's about engaging the next generation and giving them an opportunity to work in a trade in manufacturing that uses their skills, uses their ingenuity, uses their ability to innovate and make products and things that we could export to the world and it gives them a platform to do such things. So we really believe when we started P1 Industries, which is a subsidiary of P1 Ventures in 2006 to revitalize American manufacturing and to raise up that next generation of innovators and craftsmen and makers and builders and doers that could use their skills from the farm all the way to the factory and be able to make products for some of the biggest companies on the planet. So in 2006, we set on this journey and we, we, I'll never forget, I rented a small 5,000-square-foot facility in downtown Schenectady. I went from Amsterdam to Schenectady to Rotterdam to different parts of our community trying to find a landlord that would believe in a 26-year-old kid that I wanted to start a manufacturing company in the 21st century. You may think that's crazy. It is crazy. Not a lot of people or entrepreneurs set out to build a capital-intensive business 
that requires plant property and equipment in the 21st century. But I just had a passion and desire to want to do this. My father was a factory worker for 38 years at GE, and our family went back four generations uh, at General Electric, almost to the early 1900s. And I just had this deep-rooted sense of pride inside of me to want to build a manufacturing company in my local city and our local community. You know, to build on the industrial heritage that Schenectady was, where GE was founded and where uh, uh, J.P. Morgan and Thomas Edison launched the revolution of, for energy and, and power plant production and technology in the early, late 1800s. So driven by those couple of things, we started an uh, industrial manufacturing company in 06. Between 06 and 16, we invested $11 million in the plant property and equipment. We hired and trained over 100 people from machinists to welders, engineers, supply chain people, finance, administration, sales, and marketing. Uh, most people say it's not truly a startup because they didn't have venture money. But one of the things I'm most excited about is we launched an entrepreneurial business and have been able to create over 100 jobs. And that's important because if you look at the multiplier effect of manufacturing, for every dollar in wages, you generate about $1.30 in economic impact in the local community. So if you do the math, we've shipped almost $200 million worth of revenue over the last 14 years. Uh, we've, we've created more than $20 million to almost $30 million in payroll. So we've had a tremendous impact on our local community, and that's what we're passionate about at P1 Industries. Over that course of time, we learned a lot about adding equipment, looking at new industries. Uh, we do a lot in the military and defense industry today, the power generation space, the cannabis and hemp supercritical space, uh, uh, CO2 extraction. Uh, we've expanded to aerospace and aviation product lines. We're looking at offshore wind. We believe in emerging markets such as industrial zone, drones, space exploration. What an incredible feat this past weekend with SpaceX and Elon Musk and sending two American astronauts on American-made spacecraft into space for the first time in several decades. That, to me, is ingenuity at its best, manufacturing at its best, entrepreneurship at its best. And if you look at all those things, that's really culminated in my belief system today as a leader and as an entrepreneur in our community. As I look from sitting where we are today in 2020, diversified business, uh, north of 20 million in revenue, 100 people with a 97% retention rate. We couldn't have built or done what we've done over the last 14 years without incredible people, incredible vision, and incredible work ethic amongst our teams, and just a lot of good people that have come alongside us to give us wisdom, guidance, insights, and direction. But today, I want to talk to you about three of my personal loves that have come out of these experiences over the last 14 years of building an industrial entrepreneurial business in upstate New York. Number one, I love leadership. I think everything uh, lives and dies on good leadership. To me, great leaders assemble incredible teams. They uh, are inspired with a goal or a mission to uh, work together on, on, on accomplishing things that are greater and bigger than themselves. And I like to approach leadership from a pragmatic and practical perspective. I like theory. I like reading books. I average two books a week. I always have for the last couple of years. I love learning from biographies and other people's stories. But when I talk to you about leadership, I want to talk about practical, pragmatic elements of leadership that enable the company building process. And I'm not going to talk about it from the perspective of building companies that, that might do something. I'm talking about brick by brick building industrial-based technology-enabled companies 
inspiring teams to action, organizing them in such a way to be efficient, productive, and to be able to grow and build over the long run. So leadership to me is an essential function of life. And one of the greatest areas that leadership has served me well is in my family. I've been married for nearly 20 20 years. We have four beautiful, healthy children, ages 5, 7, 9, and 15. You know, I've learned a lot about how to instill values, how to properly guide and direct a family through, uh, through those relationships and the things I've learned. In addition to that, leading in the context of building an enterprise, I've led on multiple boards in our local church, uh, nonprofits. Uh, I'm the chairman of the, uh, of the board for our, our children's school. So I learned a lot about leadership over the last 20 years in several different contexts from my early days working at GE, graduating off a two-year management training program, through my years of building an entrepreneurial enterprise. My second love and one of my passions that we're going to talk about in this podcast is entrepreneurship. One of my desires in life is to invest in over 100 entrepreneurs globally between now and the time that I leave this earth. I believe that investing in other people's creative ideas and their ingenuity investing in their aspirations and giving them the organizational tools to build their businesses is one of the highest callings in life. Because through me, or from my perspective, entrepreneurship and company building is one of the greatest ways to positively impact our communities and to impact the lives of so many others at scale. I know it's a cliche in Silicon Valley. They often talk about changing the world, uh, putting a dent in the universe when you build an enterprise. I truly believe that building businesses and entrepreneurship, startups, whether it's a small business or a venture-backed business, is one of the greatest aspirations of our lifetime. I believe that when you create jobs for people at scale, when you create a cultural or values-driven community, that people can uh, fundamentally build something greater than themselves and impact others in such a way through solving problems for customers, for communities, to giving back. So I'm going to talk a lot about entrepreneurship and my journey as an entrepreneur, and what my vision is for the future. And then third, I want to talk about the power of vision. I think vision is infused in leadership, and it's infused in entrepreneurship. And I'll give you a small example. I talked about a little bit earlier. When we set out uh, to build our contract manufacturing firm in 2006, we talked a lot about revitalizing American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. The reason that vision has held true so strongly in the minds and hearts of our people is that it was rooted in the value system of who our people were. Our average employee in the manufacturing business are rural farmers. They take great pride in their ingenuity, their mechanical dexterity, their ability to solve complex technical problems on the fly. So when we set out to cast a vision when we first started the company, I started talking to the number of people that we were recruiting and hiring. I said, what's important to you? You know, you grew up in upstate New York, you grew up on a farm, uh, you farmed corn or wheat or whatever most of your life. And always the answer came back to, I want to be proud of what I make. I want to be proud of what I build. And I want to be proud to put an American flag on every box for a product that ships out of a place where I've had a hand in making something. So that's where uh, I'll never forget the first week we started our company. We rented this small 5,000 square foot facility in Schenectady. No other landlord would give me a chance. No other landlord would give me an opportunity. And this one landlord said, fine, what's the worst going to happen? You're not here two or three months from now. I took a small chance on you. I didn't lose anything. But when we cleaned out this little 5,000-square-foot factory on the Mohawk River in Schenectady, New York, we hung an American flag on on the big white wall inside the factory, and we said, that's our vision. 
we put a physical uh, symbol, an illustration of what we were trying to build and what we were trying to accomplish in a city that's had great industrial heritage. A city, by the way, that's gone through significant downturn post-World War II when GE at its height employed 47,000 people and today only employs three or 4,000 in the city. So we made that an illustration of what we wanted to build and that inspired our people. Vision can truly move people to want to build something and commit their lives to building something that's unique and powerful. And I'm very passionate about infusing vision into leadership and into entrepreneurship and into company building. So those are the things that I'm passionate about. I'm going to talk a lot about the ups and downs and the experiences that we've had building our company over the last 14 years. But most importantly, I want to talk about the future. Uh, this past week, I interviewed six or seven people for a sales position. And typically, they ask, hey, tell us about your company. What's, you know, what, is, what do you guys make? What kind of equipment do you have? What kind of engineering uh, uh, protocols do you have? What kind of software do you utilize? And most contract manufacturing firms are trying to get better at quality, operating performance, on-time delivery. And all of those things are true in our business. We believe in operating excellence infused with an entrepreneurial spirit. That's kind of our value system inside of our company. But I've cast a vision to build a portfolio of the future, a portfolio of 70-plus companies that we want to invest in, build, and grow with aspiring entrepreneurs. And we want to build an, a portfolio of manufacturing capabilities that are uh, state-of-the-art and that allow us to make products for some of the most incredible emerging markets in the world. Space, drones, cannabis, power, renewable energy. We're positioning ourselves to truly fuel the industries of the future out of the United States of America while creating incredible jobs for innovative and incredible craftsmen and machinists and so forth. Second, we want to build a portfolio of technologies. One of the things that we've done over the last couple of years is launch a software company. We launched a division of our company called Piston that we are investing heavily in custom software development. So not only can we innovate and modernize and improve our business model inside of our manufacturing business, but we believe in building the operating system for the virtual factory of the future, engaging the horizontal integration from customers to internal factory capabilities to supply chain, and building a network or ecosystem of manufacturers in the United States that managed together on a central platform or software can be just as powerful as the conglomerates of the past. We believe in tying these people together to be able to, to build the technology company of the future in the industrial marketplace. Third is in standard products. We believe that designers and engineers in the United States are some of the most ingenious, innovative, R&D-driven, uh, entrepreneurial in the world. And we want to build a portfolio of standard products that leverages our manufacturing capabilities and our technologies to bring sensor-enabled, innovative products to the industrial marketplace that can be manufactured at scale in the United States, just like it was in the golden days. So we have a vision for the future. And the way we want to do that is simple. We want to raise up entrepreneurial leaders. We believe that industrial entrepreneurs are the entrepreneurs of the future, that those entrepreneurs that can marry new technology with physical product and design capabilities are the ones that are going to shape the future, not only of this country, but the future landscape of the industrial marketplace globally. We believe in investing in and launching new ventures, that, that the creation of new companies and new opportunities is the highest calling in business. And we want to invest in and launch new ventures at scale. Right now, our goal is to launch, invest in and launch one new business every year. 
and to parlay that into investing in other entrepreneurs and their ventures as well in the industrial marketplace. We believe in innovating. Our, our process and our approach to innovating is to experiment aggressively, to experiment with new technologies, new processes, new methods for manufacturing, hiring practices, how we train and develop our people, how we motivate and inspire them. We believe in innovating how we deal with our customers and how we service them, how we communicate with them. We are trying to create new, better ways to do lead generation in our industry, to build relationships with some of the most emerging companies in the world, such as SpaceX. We also believe in creating enduring customer value. What does that mean? That means that not only do we create value for our customers with cost, quality, and delivery, in an effort to build hyper-global uh, uh, competitive businesses and organizations together. We believe in being service-oriented and being on call for our customers 24-7. And we're always trying to create that enduring customer value. We believe that under the surface, that customers make decisions in the industrial marketplace, not strictly just on cost, quality, and delivery, but because of relationship, but because of the heart and soul of the companies that they're working with, the culture and the values of the people. And we always talk about how our company is young, energetic, entrepreneurial, passionate. We're always learning. We're growing. We're, we're, we're excited and energetic about serving our customers. When they walk through one of our plants, they feel it and they sense it and they want to work with us. We want to create enduring customer value. And last, we want to create sustained operating excellence. We believe that the greatest cultures in the world corporately are built on cultures of high performance infused with values and strong and disciplined vision. And we, we've kind of recharacterized what our value system is in our business and what our, uh, our culture is. We, we say that we are a company of operating excellence infused with entrepreneurial spirit. We love traditional value system, hard work, integrity, rolling up your sleeves, grinding it out, being diligent in everything we do, industrious. We believe in productivity. We believe in the basic foundations and fundamentals of corporate and, and entrepreneurial America to build great products with hard work, ingenuity, sweat, and tears. So I just want to share some of those things with you today. Um, you know, again, CEO of a small manufacturing company we started 14 years ago, father, husband, but my passions in life are leadership, and I want to share some of those stories with you, and I want to share some of my own struggles with you so we can grow together as leaders in running small businesses and entrepreneurial businesses. And I want to talk a lot about entrepreneurship, launching and building new and aspiring ventures with entrepreneurs and, and, and passionate people to create a, a, a portfolio of businesses that you know, are industrial, competitive industrially globally. And we believe in building great and incredible businesses together with phenomenal people who are hardworking. And we just have an incredible vision of building a portfolio of manufacturing technology companies that can truly impact and change the worlds and the communities in which we live. You know, no, no story, no greater story captures the essence of who we are and what we're trying to accomplish than one of our teammates, uh, John Butler. John Butler joined us in 2013 as a machinist. He's a master machinist. When I say machinist, I'm not talking about somebody who pushes a button. I'm, I'm talking about a software-enabled, creative, mechanical genius who can make physical products with the combination of material, a physical machine, software, math, trigonometry. All those other assets are, are complexities that come together to make a physical product for the physical world. And John was a second-generation uh, manufacturer. He was a maker. His father's an engineer. Works for one of the largest manufacturing companies in our area. And John grew up on a farm. And he was, he's a man that puts three things first and foremost in his life, family, faith, 
and hard work in making things in the manufacturing realm. And when he graduated from trade school in 2013, he made the determination that he didn't want to be a four-year engineer, but he wanted to be a master machinist and to make parts. And he joined our company because he loved our vision of revitalizing American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. And John embodies these values in, in a phenomenal way. John, you know, I often use the picture, he has a 1930 Model A that was handed down from his grandmother. And that Model A uh, represents so much of what we're trying to build because in the 1930s, Ford, uh, their ability to uh, produce cars at scale enabled them to really lift and enrich the middle class. It allowed them to demonstrate the United States' industrial prowess, our ability to make things at scale using lean manufacturing, one-piece flow. Ford at one point dominated the industrial world on a global scale. And John's grandmother having this car pass it down from generation to generation as an example of the industrial ingenuity that this country once held and how we were a global manufacturing powerhouse. And that those values of enriching the middle class, of creating jobs, making products, exporting goods around the world was passed down from generation to generation so powerfully that John made a decision that he wanted to follow in his father's and grandfather's footsteps as an engineer, as a master machinist. And John's value system of hard work, integrity, ingenuity, ability to solve complex problems embodies the true spirit of who we are at P1 and what we're trying to build for the future. You may be listening to this podcast and saying, you know, geez, who cares? Small manufacturing business in Schenectady, New York. The power behind our story is in our people and that our people represent the fabric of American ingenuity and our desire and dream to build an army of industrial entrepreneurs hiring and training to develop the next generation of people passionate about making products in this great nation. In my next podcast, we're going to talk a lot about leadership, but most practically, some of the things that I've learned organizationally in hiring and training the next generation workforce. The struggles we've had to overcome, the obstacles we've had to overcome, how do you create a workforce in an environment where most people don't want to be in manufacturing? How do you create excitement and energy and passion and vision around a dying trade and a dying industry? So we're going to talk a lot about leadership and how it applies to developing the next generation workforce in manufacturing. Thank you for spending this time with us. Please head over to p1ind.com where you can find out a lot more about P1 Ventures and David Dussault.